Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, the Heat have suddenly lost two straight. You think Miami fans are getting nervous? Tony Kornheiser, they must be sweating like Levitard. That's like well, not that, not not that. Sweat. That's a small category of sweat. That's like Patrick so, Ewing and Levitar. That's like it. That's the only two. Did you hear that Charles Barkley lit up Levitard the other night on the show? No, I missed lit it. Lit him up. Oh, made fun of him. Said he was going to see him for dinner. Made that's a couple great. of cracks about his weight. That always works. That ah, makes me that's happy. That's great. Welcome to PTI, that. boys and girls. In today's episode. The stars stay alive, the Nuggets sit around, and the Cardinals release DeAndre Hopkins, old D-Hop, he's gone. But we begin today with the Celtics going wire to wire at home last night, beating Miami, forcing a game six. The Celtics have now won two straight elimination games and are trying to become the first NBA team to win a seven-game series after falling behind 0-3. 150 teams have tried and failed before. Wilbon, what changed in this series? Tony, a lot has changed, a lot. Some of them are very basketball nerdy, and some of them are available to the naked eye of anybody who watches occasionally sports of any kind. The Celtics are playing harder with much greater intensity, much greater. And it ranges from that to their coach, Joe Mazzulla, who's been, you know, maligned quite a bit, justifiably, as Marcus Smart said a couple of weeks ago, doing something like calling timeouts and growing into the role as a coach, because last year he wasn't even on the main bench. He was on, like, the satellite bench behind the players and the coaches yeah. um, with yeah. Ime Udoka as the head coach. So there's a lot of things going on with the Celtics, but so much of it starts with the greater intensity and defensively, where they were much better last year. And in these last two games, they've resembled last year's Celtics that got to the finals more than this year's Celtics, which were a little lax and allowed Miami all kinds of room to shoot threes. And Miami's missing, of course, Sony, some injured players, one who shoots those threes and opens it up. And Jimmy Butler was passive last night. He can't be that. So there's, there's a million reasons we could dissect, but those are the bullet points for me. So if you ask me what's changed, I would say simply that the better team is now winning, and they're winning because of the three-point shot. And I'm going to go to some numbers because I think Three points, very important. The yep. Celtics shot... 29% from three in the first three games and lost them all. They shot 40.5% from three in the last two games, and they won them both. If you follow the Celtics over the course of a season, when they shot 40% or more from three, how's this for a record? 38-2. and two. Let me repeat that. 38-2. and two. When they shot under 40%, here's their record, 19-21. and 21. Now, Mike, this is not analytics. This is very simple cause no, and effect. That's simple. In the yes. last two games, in terms of threes, the Celtics have outscored Miami 102 to 51. And there's a ripple effect when a team wins. Nobody's talking about firing Missoula any, no, anymore. Nobody's talking about breaking up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum anymore. Now, as you say, they're talking about defense. I believe I have this number correct that Boston turned the heat over 16 times last night, and that led to 27 points. And I'm going to say this again. It's about threes, because Miami, yeah. in the first three games, 47.8, which is phenomenal. In the last two games, 30.9. Nobody wants to reduce basketball to that, but that's what it's been. And, Tony, but, but, but keep this in mind, just to, uh, to punctuate. Miami's ball pressure in the last two games has been nowhere near what it was 
to hold okay. Boston to that number in the first three. So Miami's got to make that adjustment. They got to play, oh, my God, I sound like Pat Riley, with greater force in game six at home. They've got to have don't better worry, ball, you don't ball pressure. Like so that Boston, I know, but Coach Riley, he sort of – I know, but he spends more up. money on clothes than um, you. He's the only yes, person. Yes, oh, much, because he's Pat Riley. Um, they got to right. play with greater ball pressure, Tony, to keep Boston from hitting those kind of threes in game six. So this thing will be going back to Boston for game seven. Game six is tomorrow night in Miami, where the Heat are 6-1 and one in these playoffs. Jimmy Butler says, quote, we can and we will win this series. We'll just have to close it out at home, close quote. Tom, what are your expectations for game six? Okay, well, this is the first game in the series, this upcoming game six, where Miami will feel any pressure at all, though not as much as Boston, because Boston still has to win this game. As you say, Miami should get a bump, by playing at home because they're 6-1 and one at home. But Boston, if I'm not mistaken, is 2-0 and oh on the road in elimination games in these playoffs. I think that would be game six in Philadelphia and recently game four in Miami, right? So the, the big question here, of course, is, is Miami going to win this? Because nobody is – if Miami loses this, nobody is going to put money picks. up on Miami and Boston. No. No, nobody's going to no. do that. So what no. do I think? I am going to pick Miami to win because history is on their side. Because teams are 150 and 0 when they have gone out 3 nothing. 150 and 0 is a real big number. So I wrote this down. It rarely goes to 7, Mike. Only 3 times in 150 of these series has it gone to game 7. History on their side, but I have to concede History was on the side of the New York Yankees against the Boston yeah. Red Sox, and look yeah. what happened. Yeah, and there are some similarities, Tone. Tony, you know, I think game six, and I'm going to steal this. I heard him say it. I felt the same way already. New to the studio, Austin Rivers. Not Doc Rivers, Austin Rivers. By the way, welcome, and he's great. And one of the things he said is, this is going to be the best game of the entire playoffs. And, Tony, I believe that, too, and I believe it because... Miami will play with the force and the personality of, yes, Eric Spolster and that heat culture. Oh, wait, created by Pat Riley. Pat Riley. They will play with the force and the will of Pat Riley in game six at home. And I think the Celtics, now that they've rediscovered their game, will play with the great teamwork, you know, of all the great Celtics teams through time. All the teams that won and put all those banners up there, they'll play team basketball. They're not just taking turns anymore, Tatum and Brown. They're playing like teammates. So that's what I expect. I expect the best yeah. game of these playoffs. Maybe. That would be nice. I, I mean, I if do. you are asking someone, if you're asking someone, is there a reason to pick Boston in this game? Yeah, yeah. They yes. won 13 sure. more games than Miami during the regular season and – last year went to Miami in a game seven and won it. They yeah. won it. And that sent them to the NBA Finals, okay? We moved to hockey. Last night, the Dallas Stars got an overtime goal from Joe Pavelski to beat Las Vegas and stay alive in that series. Rupi Hintz, a left winger on Dallas, said, quote, we're not quitters. We're going to show them, unquote. Wilbon, are you saying there's a chance? Oh, there's a chance. And part of the reason you think there's a chance much quicker in the NHL than the NBA or previously Major League Baseball is that it's happened in the NHL. It's happened, That's I right. think, four times. It's happened yes. in the it happened in the Stanley Cup final at least once. 
And I think the others were first round, but Tony, forget the round, it's less important. I mean, there was some, some, some fight in Dallas last night that you could see in that game that simply says they weren't done yet. And so much of this, and this goes, you can compare the situation with, with, with Boston and Miami. So much of it is about what guys believe in their teams and what they believe their teams can do when facing these odds that most people think are impossible. And there was a little swag left in the stars last night when they got that game. I certainly was expecting a sweep. I was expecting the Golden Knights to put them away. A chance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a chance. Yeah, I'm going to repeat this. I mean, after you said it, I'm going to, because it bears repeating. In the history of hockey, the record is 210 and four of teams being able to come back. The and four is very significant because in basketball, it's and oh. So if right. it's and four, you can say, yes, I legitimately have a chance. I am old enough to remember the 1975 New York Islanders. I think Ooh. came back from down three to the Pittsburgh Penguins. If I'm not mistaken, Al Arbor pulled his goalie, Billy Smith, and put in Chico Resch, and Chico Resch won four games. I mean, so there is a chance. The other part of that, if you dig down into this series, three of these four games so far have been overtime games. Overtime. Those are coin yeah. flip games. Those are they even are. games. Teams are close if it's that. You cannot say that Vegas has been dominant over Dallas. Right. And if right. you look back in the regular season, Dallas finished three points fewer than, than Vegas in the regular season. This is not an eight against a one. There no. is a, a chance. Look, I don't think they're going to do it. I just picked Miami, so I'm not going to pick Dallas. But there's they're a coin chance. Flip, they're coin flip unless you're playing against the Florida Panthers. Then apparently when it comes to overtime or single goal, you're just done. There's, there's and one, they dominate There's the one results. more thing to say. There's one more thing to say. If Dallas can win another game, they get their captain back. Jamie Benn, who made that terrible penalty. He will have served yeah, his two games. Betrayed. And that they could seem be a to huge be playing for him. It's could like, be. please, It come seems on. to be. Let's take a break. Yeah. Coming up, the Rangers and Orioles meet tonight. Who has had the better start to the season? And the Nuggets have been sitting around since Tuesday, you know, like me. Will they be rested or rusty? Sitting around. Well, are you rested or do. rusty? Are you rusty? I'm rusty. Are you I'm rested? Rusty. I'm rusty. Yeah, that's, see, that's my position. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. Time for toss up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, then spends the weekend wondering why he agreed to work on Memorial Day. Why would I do that? That's insane. What's first? Toss-up, if you were the Nuggets, would you rather be resting or playing? I'd rather be playing. Rest is good. Everybody needs a certain amount of rest. But this is going to be eight days. That's a lot of days. I would say that's too many days. I don't think you ever get more than three days off in the regular NBA season, and there's a pattern to your life. If you get more than that, You need to heal up a little bit, but then you start waiting and waiting and waiting, and then I think you lose your edge. I think this is bad for Denver, and I'll give you another Colorado franchise to buttress my point. The Colorado Rockies in 2007 went to the World Series. They closed the season, Mike, 14-1, and and then they swept the first two rounds of the playoffs. So they were 21-1. They waited nine days for the World Series. They got swept by the Boston Red Sox. Too much rest. Yeah, Tony, I, listen, I, I can't really disagree with that part of, of your argument. It's to- totally sound. I will invoke the name one more time in this show of Pat Riley, who I'm pretty sure used to, like, conduct a training camp. Like, he would go back to camp when they had the Lakers. His Lakers on a championship run would have that much time off. He said, no, 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 we can't have this. This is bad. So I get that. But, Tony, I did a little listening before the show to some people who have some knowledge of what the Nuggets feel like and what they're enduring right now. And apparently, Joker and Jamal Murray and my new fave, Nugget Bruce Brown, who I'm sure was out on the golf course these last couple of days, they have contusions and sprains and things that really do necessitate, if they want to be whole, going into the finals, some rest. More rest, Tony, than they would like because they know your point, too. And everybody fight this rest versus rust dilemma. But it sounds like in this case, Tone, the Nuggets can sit back, watch watch the Celtics in Miami perhaps go seven, and say, let's just chill for the moment. We'll see. I, I, don't, I think it's too much. What's next? Toss-up. They start a three-game series tonight. Whose start are you more impressed by, the Rangers or the Orioles? So there is a geographic component in this for me because for many years, as did you, we went to Memorial Stadium and we went to Camden Yards and we wrote about the Orioles. And I watched, them, at, I watched the Nats and the Orioles all the time. The Orioles have had a fabulous rebuild, and they didn't do it by spending hundreds of millions of dollars on free agents like Corey Seager and Jacob deGrom, the way Texas did, which is fine for Texas. But Texas has the ninth-highest payroll in baseball, and the Orioles are 29th. I want to give credit to Mike Elias, who is the general manager for assembling a lot of good young players, and Brandon Hyde, the manager, for deploying them. This is looking like Houston looked six and seven and eight years ago when they had a similar rebuild. And slowly, Mike, slowly the fans are coming back to that fabulous stadium. In 2019, the Orioles were 29th in attendance, and now they're up to 21st. Well, Tom, like you, of course, I had that bias, and we both look more closely at the Orioles in Baltimore being about 40 miles from where we live. Tony, um, you know, you talk about rebuilds, and yes, you're right about the Astros. One a little closer to my heart is the Cubs, who did that. Similarly, the Cubs did not cash in as many times as the Astros, 
but they built the same way. And yes, you get to the point where you got to let some guys go and the Cubs did, or you're going to have one of those third or fourth or fifth highest payroll situations too. The Orioles or Texas, the Orioles would be happy to build to that point. They don't have sure. it now. But I, yes, sure. I'm impressed when you scout and do it that old fashioned way with scouting and yeah. player development. It's great. I shouldn't yeah, say it's best more record impressive, but I just like it better. It's a personal bias. Second best record in baseball. That's it. Let's take one last break. Still to come, DeAndre Hopkins is the latest big name cut loose by the Cardinals. What's going on there, Wilbon, with the cactus growing out of your head yeah. on the set? What's going the on Cardinals there? Have, Cardinals have gone Cardinals. That's what's happened. One of the stars of the PGA Championship has a tough follow-up tournament. Probably shouldn't have been playing. Should have been getting I hope, rest. I hope people go back to Camden Yards for the O's. I do. It's a great park. And you're treated very well there. Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but they're a chance to look your best, too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though they start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be impeccably dressed with Indochino, so order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. That's right, it's bespoke without the premium price tag. Suits start at just $499 and fitted shirts at $89. To make life even easier, you can set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. But if you prefer a premium in-person experience, just book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code PTI to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code PTI. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy 24th birthday, Micah Parsons. In his second season, the Dallas edge rusher recorded 13 and a half sacks and made first team all pro. In his rookie season, Parsons recorded 13 sacks and made first team all pro. Are you getting a sense of pattern here? Two years in the league and both times Parsons finished second for defensive player of the year. He was a 12th overall pick in the 2021 draft out of Penn State. Well, about we take great joy in making fun of the Cowboys lampooning how Dak finally got paid and how over-publicized and overrated the Cowboys always are. How but they got it right with Micah Parsons. He's a total stud. Yeah, Tony, they did. He's got a little ways to go still before reaching Lawrence Taylor status, which some people have predicted. Because Lawrence Taylor was a complete menace. You just didn't even want to line up against him. We know right. we That's have right. friends who were former quarterbacks who remind us of that. But he's been a hell yes. of a player so far. And by the way, also, uh, Brent Musburger, happy birthday, Laddie. Happy anniversary, Mike Laddie. Matheny. On this day, 25 years ago, while playing for the Brewers, Matheny got hit in the face by a fastball by Pirates pitcher Rich Loisel and never fell to the ground. 
Being a tough guy, Matheny spit out some blood and walked off the field under his own power and then caught all 10 innings of a 3-2 win the next night. Matheny went on to manage the Cardinals for six-plus years and the Royals for two-plus years. In St. Louis, Matheny made a World Series and three league championship series. His combined managerial record in the state of Missouri, 756 and 693, and as a major league catcher, Matheny was a four-time gold glove. You know, it's common to say, and it's true, he's tough, he's a hockey player. Guys get stitches and crazy stuff all the time and resume playing, but if you're a catcher, you're, you're a tough. catcher in the majors, and you're as good, and particularly as defensively as Matheny was, you are also a tough guy. You're good. Happy trails to Colonial for Michael Block, the 46-year-old club pro who was a sensation of the PGA last week, tying for 15th and jarring his tee shot on number 15 on Sunday, crashed back to earth in the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth. Block shot 81 yesterday, the worst score on the board, and he won't be around for the weekend after shooting 74 today. Block bogey four of his first five holes yesterday, doubled three of his last four. Ugh. That's like my score. He may have flown Ugh. too close to the sun when he said if he had Rory's length off the tee, he'd be one of the best players in the world's hand, world, hands down. At one point yesterday, Block had to make par from a bridge. <laughs> Rory, no. who has 23 tour wins, tends to play the unabridged version. Yeah, Tony, maybe the way to go is just retire after the PGA. But of course, people like Block, for good reason, have confidence in their abilities. And he thinks he That's can go right. out and do that same thing again this sure. week. And so, more power to him. I would have just said, you yes. know what? I'm walking away after what I did at the PGA. Have a nice life. We got a bonus happy trails to DeAndre Hopkins. The Cardinals released the soon-to-be 31-year-old wide receiver after being unable to find a trade partner. Hopkins put up huge numbers with the Texans and in his first season with the Cardinals, but the last two, less productive. First with injuries and then due to last season's six-game suspension for PEDs. Hopkins' contract carried big numbers for the Cardinals. $19.5 million this season, $15 million next season. Well, when the Cardinals have dumped GM Steve Keim, Coach Cliff Kingsbury, and now Hopkins. Yeah. This is your account. Yeah. What's going on? No, they're not my account. My account's another team that has really been pathetic lately, the Chicago Bears. But, yeah, the Cardinals, D-Hop, Tony, seems like he could bring some value still at this stage to a veteran quarterback and a team that's fairly close. I'm not going to say Hopkins couldn't make a big difference because I still think he can couple of corrections here. The Celtics are 29 and 31 when they shoot lower than 40% from three this season, not 19 and 21. I got that wrong. And NHL teams are 201 and four when up 3-0, not 210 yeah. and four. See? And I got that wrong. But Wilbon was leaking yeah. the info. It's really You're bad. You're too dependent Let's on go numbers. To the big That's finish. you. Mr. Big finish. Diana Taurasi became the oldest player in WNBA history to get a 20-point game. Are you impressed? I don't have to be impressed with that game. I've been impressed with everything Diana Taurasi has done for a couple of decades now. So 40 years, 348 days, I don't care about that. Everything she touches is gold. She's just all-time great. The Athletic reports the NFL is investigating a fifth Detroit Lion for violating league rules regarding gambling. Your thoughts? Don't they print the rules there? Doesn't everybody know the rules? Stanford mm, sophomore golfer Rose Zhang going pro. Is that a smart move? Won back-to-back NCAA individual titles right around the corner here, Tony, at Greyhawk. She, by the way, owns Bethesda, Maryland, doesn't she? Woodmont and, of course, Columbia Country Club. Special to both of us.
The Kelsey brothers on said the on their podcast that they love Thursday night games. Nobody's buying that. Does it surprise you? Yeah, I, I, nobody likes them. Last one, the A's have lost eight straight. Will they get one this weekend against the Astros? No, they're too pathetic. 10 and 42 overall. No, the Astros are gliding. No. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. Congratulations, Jake, on graduation. Congratulations, absolutely. I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, knuckleheads. PTI is on the air Monday on the holiday at the regular time. One Why of us is going to be working. Sports Why am I doing this?